0: Good day, everybody. We're here back at the Christian Democrat. I'm a little under the weather today. Got a little bit of a cold going on, but we will press on. Talk about politics and Christianity, how the Bible intersects with the world around us in the political realm. Today, we're talking about socialism. Socialism is a big topic in the news these days. Uh, I think really... The push came in 2016 from Bernie Sanders running for president. really kind of made socialism something that was in the news, in the headlines, and a lot of particularly younger people, I think, started to gravitate towards that and think it was a good thing. Uh, Lately, we've got uh, AOC for the Democrats pushing the Green New Deal, which is socialistic. And and even a lot of the Democratic... uh, presidential candidates picking up different elements of socialism, maybe not all of it, but bits and pieces. So the basic question is, what should a Christian think about socialism? Uh, If you listen to the pundits on the right, socialism is very bad, very incompatible with Christian teaching. And I want to take a look at this and examine what a Christian really ought to think about socialism. So let me start by defining some terms because if you've listened for a few episodes, you've realized, I don't just dive into a topic, we set the foundation because if you set the foundation right, you, you, it makes it much easier to discuss a topic and come to some sort of reasonable conclusion. If not, you just end up yelling at each other over points that really maybe aren't that important. Just just like your life, you put your foundation, with Jesus Christ is a cornerstone, the Bible is the word of God, foundational to your life you can do a lot of good things and if you don't do that sometimes chaos ensues as your house isn't built on a firm foundation so let's let's define some of these terms because when i listen to a lot of the pundits talking they're confusing socialism and communism and lumping you know sometimes fascism everything in together and then just just you know piling on and saying how terrible this is why would anyone want it for america and it's such a bad deal Uh, So let's make sure we know what we're talking about, okay? So America, we generally have, under the democratic system, we have capitalism. So in capitalism, uh, individuals own resources and are able to start businesses freely. You have laws for structure, but the laws allow a lot of freedom. And the free market takes care of the situation. So if a business is doing well, people go to it, buy their product, and that business makes money. If the business doesn't uh, do well, Uh, People don't like that business, they don't go buy things. The business ultimately goes bankrupt, goes out of business and gets out of the market completely and then takes care of all the bad businesses right on its own. So, uh, As far as capitalism goes, I think it's very uh, appealing in terms of the freedom it allows and the, and the idea from a biblical perspective that we're free in Christ. I think even uh, from a Protestant work ethic standpoint, it it's very appealing that we can work and make more money, that uh, you kind of have the idea of the priesthood of all believers, that every person is a potential business owner or entrepreneur and they're all very uh, much contributing to society with no uh real authority over them, so I think that is appealing certainly in some realms of christianity uh then on the other side, you have socialism, okay, which we've heard a lot in the news socialism uh, socialism is where the state runs the economy, okay, so the state will decide. What resources are made? What cost, what price they'll be set at? What how much they'll cost? And if they the state sees that there's one segment of society suffering, they'll they'll try to find a fix to, to help that segment lift up and do better. And proponents for that will actually appeal to the scripture too. This is actually very popular among some uh, the Christians in the early 20 early 20th century. Uh, if you read uh, the book The Jungle. Uh, towards the the end of the Book of the Jungle, it's, it's about uh, how bad working conditions were in America, in the food industry. But the end of the book is about the social gospel. You know, that's what it was called, the social gospel, and about how, as Christians, we ought to all be about everyone sharing alike. And you can actually look in Acts in the early church and, and see that example where, what, what did they do in the early church there in Acts? Probably about chapter three or so, three or four, they said, we come to the church. We're going to sell everything we own, and we're going to give it all to the church, right? And they they kind of live together in some sort of hippie commune, and that kind of freaks people out in America. I think when they read that, but like that was, that was essentially kind of socialism. So there is parts of Christianity historically and biblically that would you know appeal to socialism and say that's the best form of government. Uh, then traditionally we have we have monarchies, right? We have kings and queens who they. Rule absolutely with the, the iron fist and they they, they own everything, uh, and biblically you would look at the Old Testament uh, Israel God set up this kind of government for Israel to have with King Saul and King David and King Solomon right so there you go, uh, three different types of government, and they all have some sort of biblical support for them you know now when we, we go to communism. Okay. Communism is sort of extreme socialism, but it's got a whole worldview to it. Socialism is just really an economic system, maybe some, some politics in there. Communism's a whole worldview, it's atheistic worldview. It's it's a worldview involving class struggle about how rich people and poor people always struggle and fight against each other. So For a Christian, communism is out simply because it's an atheistic worldview, okay? When communists come to power, they get rid of all the churches, they close all the churches because they don't believe in God. So a Christian can't uh, adhere to communism and be a faithful Christian as an entire worldview. There might be parts of the message of communism you might agree with, but you can't agree with the whole thing. Fascism, then, is, is really just a dictator ruling, and doing kind of whatever they want so they would have supreme control oftentimes they're abusing people and they're abusing their power that's often not looked on good by uh, Christians as well although it's it's very similar to being a king uh, which is you know somewhat supported from the Bible but a fascist or a dictator is, is seen really in a negative light so now that we see these, these definitions, okay, and like I said, communism and socialism will get lumped together in the public discourse, but they're really separate things, you know, is, is it okay to be a socialist? And, and my point, is, I would say look in the Bible and tell me what form of government or what form of economic system the Bible tells you to do. What, what, what is the command there? I think you will look long and hard and not find any. But there is no one system that the Bible says is okay. All the systems have some points working for them. They all have biblical support. They all have historical support from the church, actually, at different times. But they all have negative points. They all have bad points as well. Uh, obviously, with a king or a socialist rule, you have all that power concentrated. And that, that could be abused very easily. And you have to watch out for that in those situations. If you're going to give up a lot of power to a few number, small number of people... Watch out that those people don't come along and abuse that power. It's certainly the Old Testament record, right? If you watch the kings, if you read through the kings in the Old Testament, you'll see some were good and the conditions were great, but then some were bad and that people really suffered when the the king was not doing, was not following God. Now what about capitalism? What's the pitfall to capitalism? You know, can, can you even name that? If you listen to this and you're right winger and you're like, oh, this guy is a little loopy, but as I said, every system has its strength and weakness. The strength of capitalism obviously is the freedom it allows and the incentive it uh, rewards it gives for being a successful business person. but what's the negative? what what is the negative with capitalism? The, the negative with it is that you have to remember capitalism by nature, you have this free market and that's a competition, right? You have different businesses competing for this market, and in the competition, you always, always have a winner and a loser. So in a capitalistic system, someone is going to lose by definition. And over time, especially particularly what's happened in the United States, not only do we see winners and losers, but we see the winners really influencing the legislators and the laws that are being written to make it so it's no longer a free and fair market. Because for capitalism to work, it has to be a free market. The market's not free anymore. If you look at almost any industry in the United States, there's not a, a, ho- a whole range of people trying to become business people in that, in that area. There are a few. Look at, look at soda, for instance. How many, how many companies make soda? You know, you get the major two, Coke and Pepsi, and then you have a few others off to the side. Th- that's it. It's not really a free market. Those, those soda producers could just decide tomorrow to raise or lo- lower their prices by 50%. The whole market would have to respond. The whole market would have to change and respond to that those prices, and it's not a free and fair market anymore. It's controlled by a very few. So in capitalism, over time, what tends to happen is you get winners, extreme winners, and extreme losers, and that's, that's really what a lot of the Democrats are responding to uh, right now, is that you have this income inequality, where you have people who are very, very wealthy in this country, and then you have people who are poor, and then people in the middle class, and the middle class is shrinking, and the middle class can't, they don't have the opportunities anymore to get up to the upper class because the market's not free and fair anymore. So there are strengths and weaknesses to each system. Each system has its own ways that it works well and, and has potential and, and its own pitfalls. And I would argue we need to be very careful about the people in these systems. You know, That's one of the reasons you want to be involved in your government because the people matter more than the system. Okay. At least if we're talking about a capitalism and socialism. If you put bad people in either of those systems running the government, you're going to get bad results. If you put good people, you can get good results. Okay, a Christian ultimately go back to my first podcast, Christ is Lord. Not one particular economic system. Not one particular way of doing things. Jesus Christ is Lord. So I can look at the landscape and say, I think capitalism is good here. I think socialism is good here. And I I can put things together. I'm not locked into one system. The Bible certainly doesn't command it. So as you think about these different systems, I'm going to expand a little bit more about uh, why I think socialism is actually a good thing and a good opportunity in some areas for our country right now. Contrary to what many... Uh, conservative Christians think at the moment they would they would say socialism is just a terrible thing. I think I've laid the groundwork for saying any system can be helpful or hurtful. That people are more important than systems, and we need to have the right people and good people, honest people, leading us in our country so that we can we can be prosperous. Because if we don't, no no system will save us. Uh, we need good people in office to help our country run well. So. Next episode, I'm going to look a little bit more at socialism and how I think it can be helpful. How I think it's it's time to move in more of a socialistic direction. So I hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, have a blessed day. And I'm out.